let's talk about babies. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to that age. Yep. Karen, <laughs> you and I have been making a podcast together for a while now. And I think it's time we talk about babies. We've probably been doing this for nine months, right? <laughs> oh, fuck, have we? Oh, no. Really? No, 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 Not no. Not quite. Like seven. Not right? quite. Only seven. Oh, oh feel. <laughs> We're taking this podcast a term, Gareth. Yeah. Holy shit. I wonder if anyone's conceived to this podcast. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. That's a yikes at the top of the show. If this is part yeah. of the show, this all might be cut because Jesus. <laughs> Let's just go straight into the old recycling bin. <laughs> oh. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh. Welcome to Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sink Floyd. The podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and joining me is someone who I think we've canonically said before on the show is a baby, uh, James Barrow. (laughs) Really? Am I I actually just a talking baby? I I may have said that I'm like the space baby from 2001. That sounds like me. Yeah, I think that's come up a lot. Yeah, that is where I usually record from. The giant <laughs> space worm. Um, but... Good to see that baby in this movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. Good to see he's getting work. Totally the same baby. Yeah. Yes, because Look Who's Talking is the movie that we watched. And also, Look Who's Talking, it's us. Hi. How's it going? Oh, that's a better intro. It's us, your friends. Oh. That's not that ah. good of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, did you, how did you find this movie, James? Gotta say, Gareth, didn't love it. Uh, no, it's hmm. It's a ninety. It's sure shows its age. This film came out in nineteen eighty nine. Um, yeah, it's like it is. It feels very early nineties the whole way through, or like I guess late eighties. But like it feels like I'm just starting Friends <laughs> for the first time, <laughs> and everyone yes. is there emotionally. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> they all just they're showing up to set, but they can't wait to get home and see what this brand new friends is all about yeah right oh, yeah God damn many of these people will end up being on friends briefly oh really is, yeah it's pretty cool yeah i only know bruce was on it yeah i think kirsty alley uh, plays um rachel's boss for a few seasons oh yeah pretty sure yeah but yeah is and it? of course the space baby from um 2001 has a huge arc in friends yeah obviously he's the, the yeah. seventh forgotten friend of the group that's <laughs> yeah just... he's always floating just out of shot he's above the coffee table but we never see him yeah, yeah. Just floating above that guiding the actions of the friends like an omnipresent <laughs> yeah. uh nightmare being um as anyway <laughs> didn't love the Speaking. movie here no no what did you think I didn't love it. And ironically, for a film called Look Who's Talking, I couldn't see any subtitles. What? So I couldn't look at who's talking. Oh, no. Yeah. So I had to keep, like, muting and unmuting the film. So I got a very good read. I got a very, like, a much better read on its tone than we usually get. Usually Pink Floyd dictates the tone. But it just made it really apparent that the movie's tone is all over the place like who is this movie for i have no idea that's like something i found myself asking throughout the watch absolutely it's like fucking there's a lot of adult themes but it also just plays around like it's a kid's movie the whole time 
Have yeah. you ever seen... Have, did you ever see the movie Baby Geniuses, which I feel like this movie inspired? Uh, yes, I think I did, yeah. I think that's a very similar vibe, except that one's, like, overtly a kid's movie, rather than this one, like, having a lot of, like, very intense, like, sexual con- content throughout. Yeah. I, I definitely know. saw this film before someone sat me down and told me where babies come from. Wow, really? So, yeah, there's some... <laughs> terrifying i think puppet scenes oh my god yes we're gonna get there holy crap um (sighs) yeah if that's your first foray into like sexual discovery (laughs) what the hell like it's amazing you've turned out okay (laughs) (laughs) well if i keep in that part about do people conceive to the show yeah well turns out i didn't no (laughs) i guess we have to now (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh uh, should we just jump into this this uh, masterpiece, Gareth? This yeah. wonderful film. Look who's talking. Yeah. Right. So Pink Floyd said, speak to me. They and did. And the baby said, yeah, okay. Yes, it's, a, it's truly a seminal opening to this film, Gareth. In yeah. That there is literal semen, uh, little sperms. <laughs> seminal. Uh, yeah. coming in trying to get inside the womb one of the sperms has like a little uh monologue it can speak i assume it's only one sperm and not all of them talking to each other yeah okay um because i i didn't have the luxury of uh sound for this movie but i feel like this is also a blessing in some cases so there's parts yeah, well, coming up mm. that i'm so happy that i didn't hear spoken so <laughs> you know yeah, we'll get to it when it's happening, but, like, there's a voice performance in this that is lackluster. Mm. Yes. And it's, yeah. Uh, just quick notes about this uh, intro. There's, like, the, I guess we're, like, inside a womb throughout yeah. this intro. It's all, like, blue and, like, different colors are flashing around. It's very, like, spacey and weird inside mm. here. But I guess it's probably better than showing what it would actually look like, because Christ. <laughs> but uh, it makes it much more palatable as a watch. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. I just thought, yeah. thought that was it's fairly very interesting. It's laser lighty. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It could, yeah. This could fit in fairly well into a like laser light show, I think. Just seeing a baby yeah. get born. Yeah, that's the yeah. vibe. Definitely. Mm. And then we cut from the inside of... <laughs> Oh, this movie we cut from inside Kirstie Alley to a lava lamp oh yeah god damn we got yeah. uh, Albert here making a move on our character uh, Molly as played by um, yeah. Kirstie Alley as you say um, he's like married and stringing two women along basically we learn here yeah uh, Molly's like the uh, Albert's mistress effectively yeah we learn it in one quick breathless sentence I wrote yeah. it all down he like this is her first lines i'm pretty sure of the whole film oh my god okay no punctuation it is of course i love you albert you're a wonderful father you're great in bed and you're my biggest account but you're married and i will never fall in love with anyone else as long as i'm seeing you so i think you should just work with a different accountant there you go yeah so you get everything you need to know and praise be to kirstie alley because she does like she doesn't pause, but she does, like, tear up as she says it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's some acting, acting over some yeah. really terrible dialogue. Because <laughs> that just reads, like, here's all the stuff you need to know at the start of the film, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 
It's like a I'll, prologue or a voiceover. So, a lot of this movie, Gareth, I don't know yeah. if you knew this going in, a lot of this movie hits way too close to home for me specifically. There's like a lot of accounting featured throughout, oh. and I have a commerce degree. Um, yeah. One of our main characters is called James, and I hate that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, every time they said it, you're like, me? Oh, no, no, the movie. Oh, it's so annoying. I hate... I. Whenever anyone has the same name as you, I find myself like either constantly comparing myself to that person or like yeah. ju- juxtaposing myself to them. Um, oh, man. Just simply... How was that? Comparing yourself to John Travolta? Uh, not ideal. I mean, no. I'm more comfortable with it than this, in this movie than I probably am in any other one because yeah. J- John Travolta isn't exactly like coming up roses <laughs> out of this film. But, yeah. you know... Uh, not fun. <laughs> not a good experience for the boy, but you know. Um, yeah. Are you a John? Are you a Travolta head usually? Like, how do you feel uh, about him? I'm fairly ambivalent to John Travolta. I think he's fine. He like is the like kind of heartthrob actor. Like, I, I first saw him in Greece, obviously. Yeah. And uh, like, he's fine in that, doing his groove thing, getting his dance <laughs> on, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't have a, like, strong opinion on him. I feel like he sucks now in real life, is that true? Like, didn't, um, didn't he come out all, like, insane? <laughs> I don't really know. I, yeah, I don't know enough to comment. I know that he hasn't been in anything very good other than American Horror, uh, American Crime Story. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he's fine. I don't know. Yeah. I My just... dad has a great bit where he calls him John Revolting. Dang. Got him. Oh, it's very good. Fucking yeah. Fucking roasted. Love that. In fact, I might have already told this story before on the show, but um, my parents went to a retro party and my mm. mum went as Olivia Newton-John in nice. um, Greece. Yeah. So obviously my dad should have gone as Danny. Yeah. But I think this like rivalry goes so deep that my dad went as Wayne from Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. He just like yeah. eschewed the couple's costume entirely because he really hates John Travolta. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. But then, like, when it's a different half of a different kind of couple's costume. <laughs> yes. That's how intense the rivalry is. Oh, yeah. What a good The only thing better would have been if he'd gone as the other half of a pantomime horse. Oh, man. Yes, that would have been <laughs> yeah. excellent, like, fully calling attention to it. Yeah. Or just, like, another, like, counterpart to John Travolta in another oh, film. Like, he's yes. like, I'm not playing John Travolta so much that I'll be anyone else who's <laughs> yeah. played alongside him. He goes this Kirstie Alley. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. A very yeah. confusing costume for your dad to be in, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. worth it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, let's cut back to, yeah. to Albert. Holy shit, something insane just happened in my notes. Uh, they are moving of their own accord like ghosts, and I don't know how to counteract that. Wow. What These the... are on a phone, right? Not handwritten. Yeah, I've got ghost <laughs> notes all of a sudden. Okay. Alright, I think we're okay. Um, no, we're fine now. Uh, we got, um, yeah, so the baby gets conceived, obviously. There's like the yeah. sperm fly into the egg as, as Albert and, uh, Molly are having sex, and, um... Yeah, we get the, like, sperm speaking aloud, like, thrilled in excitement about going into this egg. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to even really think about sperm gross. having emotions. Yeah. I, mm, I think this film is, like, you know how people always, like, have you ever had it where you've met a baby and the baby's misbehaving and their mum goes something like, best contraceptive in the world, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. always an uncomfortable joke. 
yeah this is a very this movie is that joke it's so uncomfortable that you like are like maybe abstinence yeah <laughs> abstinence <laughs> <follow> me. <laughs> maybe this is like an abstinent pro abstinence film that was shown Whoa. in schools at some point yeah Man. that's an interesting angle yeah that's a, that's a good theory um yeah yeah no <laughs> it's just it's very uncomfortable i'm not very like pro babies to begin with i'm not like i'm very whenever i go around and visit people that have babies i tend to like fawn over their like pets way more <laughs> I'm yeah like, i'm like oh you got a cat cool it's i hang out with this cat and i've like i just had a baby like <laughs> three weeks ago <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. it's all right cats are cool. so you'd prefer look who's talking uh three now yeah the yeah, third yeah. One. Yeah, absolutely. They are much more on board with that. Talking animals, much much more hilarious than, yes, than right? talking babies for sure. I think it's because like we'll get to it later, especially when Mikey is like looks like he's pretty much at talking age. Mm. Oh god, but yeah. he's like half kind of playing along to what Bruce Willis is saying and half not. It's really, it's too close. They kind of they messed it up in that regard. It's kind of, yeah, kind of disconcerting, <laughs> that mm. whole vibe, actually, that he's, like, trying to speak, or and uh, the, yeah, Bruce Willis internal monologue is trying to say the same thing. As soon as yeah. it starts getting close, it becomes very, like, strange. Yeah. I mean, it's a good idea on paper, but it's just very uncomfortable <laughs> feeling. Yeah. Made oh. all the weirder by Pink Floyd also trying their best to match Hell along. Oh yeah. Alright, let's forge on, much like the boys are. We've got, um, uh, yeah, the, there's like, the little egg starts dividing and there's like electricity all over it mm. when the baby's being born. I don't know much about, uh, how babies are made, Gareth. Pretty sure there's no, like, sparking electricity in it down <laughs> there, but who's to say? Some, yeah, some real Frankenstein stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Live! Live! <laughs> I'm like up on a rooftop and there's lightning. It's great. Uh, yeah, Molly's like sick. She's getting morning sickness and stomach cramps and stuff at work. Uh, this is obviously because the baby's coming, but she doesn't know that yet. Um, yeah. Uh, I've written just my next note is just Albert seems like he sucks, which I don't really remember why I wrote this, but he does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like we'll find out a bit more about him later on. But man, this guy sucks in a lot of ways. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a weird scene. I think we're at this like it's during time now. Yeah, there's been no sinks of the clocks. No, no um, sinks. Yeah. She's had a dream that she's ancient and waiting for oh God, uh, yeah. Albert to accept her. Yeah, the dream sequence is very fucked up, actually. There's, it's like a yeah. series of, like, three short things. Um, she starts, Between this, before this, she finds out that she is pregnant, I think. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, she's hanging on to, like, a clock uh, hand because the yeah. doctor says that she's, uh, like, her biological clock is running out of time or ticking away or something like that. Which is good yeah. with time. Like, that's a good fit. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, it's it's very a strange sequence. And then, yeah, this mm. is intercut with um, the her very old with Albert, who I don't think ages at all, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just showing the dream logic off. And then, yeah, intercut with things that he said. Uh, yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, I've written... This is also where we get... Uh, short shots of the terrifying puppet baby that mm. like within the womb who's like a small puppet fetus 
Yeah. Uh, with like my note is hate this puppet fetus. Oh, it sucks. It's a it's a nightmarish thing to have to create for a film and also yeah. to view. Like it's it probably is fairly accurate to what a fetus would look like, but it, it still has this like horrible uncanny valley puppet thing going on. Yeah. And that it's got like large black eyes. And... Yeah, the black eyes, right? Yeah, it's dead eyes, doll's eyes. Ugh. Not good. <laughs> No. I feel horrifically uncomfortable watching it. Like, yeah. if they'd just shown, like... I feel like a way around this would have been if they'd just shown, like, ultrasound footage or something like that, instead of having this horrific puppet baby. But I don't... Yeah. Like, I would have felt less, like, weird about it if I'd seen that, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they were just going for the full, like, comedy value of, like, look at this weird puppet. <laughs> But I feel like it would have been more relatable as well if it was an ultrasound and we had the like fun narration. It would yeah, have been more right? in, in tone. It would have been, yeah. Yeah. Probably harder to do with the graphics of the time, but Yeah, you know, that's true. Wasted opportunity. Yeah. Um if they ever remake <laughs> Look Who's Talking, they reboot the <laughs> There's franchise. Been talk about it. it really? Said it's gonna be Mikey's kids instead. Oh my god, look who's talking now. Shit. That's the yeah. worst news. <laughs> <laughs> i really don't think this is ripe for a reboot because it's not even that good of a concept it's like nah. it's the whole joke of the movie is that mikey has this um internal monologue that we can hear as like an adult man speaking yeah. the baby's thoughts and sure that's fine like that is funny in of itself like that is a good joke but yeah once that joke is played once or twice uh, I'm kind of willing to pass on it after that. I get it. Yeah. And it's maybe still if... trying to do the same thing over and over again. Uh, yeah. I think we'll get well, we'll get straight to it. I don't know why they cast Bruce Willis for this. I, yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. Is like... it because Bruce Willis looks a bit like an adult baby? <laughs> he didn't even look like that then, though. He looked all, like, he had his cool receding hair. He was... All right. you know, just off Die Hard. Yeah. I read that they wanted, like, they asked pretty much everyone in Ghostbusters and they were all busy. Like, yeah, I yeah. feel like maybe they, even, they probably even shot the whole thing before they got a voice for the baby. Wow. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And they got freaking like, I don't Bruce that. Willis. That's yeah, wild that he's... Scenes... Oh, sorry. No, it's just wild that he's fresh off Die Hard going into this. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. That what a dive! This is like falling <laughs> off Nakatomi Plaza levels of bad. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, there's some scenes where he's clearly he's watching the footage in a recording studio and is just allowed to like improvise around what totally. the baby's doing. Yes, and he's just not good at it. No, he's like joking about like pooing his pants and getting yeah. all messy with like food and stuff talking about uh it, it all sucks none of it's good yeah. material but i don't know i think it's like that's what this movie is it's just trying to appeal to that low, like lowest common denominator humor and then it's like yeah. oh ho, ho, this baby's so inappropriate like ah uh, what is it funny think- for like shitty adults like maybe that's who the <laughs> audience of this movie is like just people who are lame <laughs> Well, the poster did say, yeah, hey, shitty adults, come see this. Yeah. 
Um, do you think, though, it's because we've been, you know, reared and raised on, of course, Stewie Griffin from Family Guy. Like, a baby oh, talking yes. has to really shock us now. Oh, yeah. The, the, We're sophisticated. He's the natural conclusion to the Look Who's Talking franchise, I think. And that, yeah. like, he's so... Like, that's his whole character. He pretty much is a walking, talking, Look Who's Talking. Like, <laughs> that's... Yeah, it's that is so accurate actually and that like yeah. it's just that is his joke as well except he had the bent of like a um like a posh british guy rather than yeah. bruce willis which adds another layer i suppose still not yeah. a good layer of humor but you know <laughs> like who would have been better for it because i get like i yeah if it had been someone older maybe like if we can recast this movie is that like yeah okay um just for the baby voice okay just for baby voice uh i would want sh- uh the now uh late great sean connery to voice the baby oh yeah I, you've nailed it there i think that would be way funnier like he would yeah. lean into it a lot more and i feel like it would land better him doing these like baby bits just because his voice is so completely different from mm. i don't know i don't know yeah yeah or like i don't know gilbert Gottfried or like jerry stiller like someone with a very yeah actually strong kind of quite uncute voice yeah that would match like yeah, yeah gilbert's a really good casting actually because that would yeah. match like the whole tone the movie's going for a lot better as well and it's just trying to be this like crass nightmare that like <laughs> he he like his voice is so like edgy and crazy that it's such a good yeah. fit. Like you can you can see the trailer forming in your head right now with Gilbert oh, at, the, yeah. at the helm. Just take <laughs> any cut of the baby and just have him say anything that he has said in his <laughs> life, and it'll probably work really well. That sells sells a movie, right? Yeah, you've got a hit. Yeah, there you go. I think they also tried for um, Robin Williams, and yeah, he was okay. going to charge double the film's budget. So they were like, oh, sorry. See, see ya, mate. He's yeah. like, you'll see me on Jumanji. Just wait, yeah. wait a couple years. Back to the forest for me. Back to the jungle. <laughs> he's got to spend, yeah. He's been studying in the jungle, going method for that film. It just yeah. hasn't even been announced yet. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Oh. let's get back to the movie because christ yeah um she goes to meet albert and um as she's like waiting in reception i like he has nothing to do with the pink floyd of it other than the fact he definitely listens exclusively to pink floyd oh my god yeah Absolutely. there's a beautiful I, I hope you know who i mean this bike messenger oh yeah what's this guy's deal <laughs> he's amazing i took a screenshot he's Ah, oh, he looks like if I was at home yeah. and you called me and said like, hey Gareth, we need someone to play a bike messenger in the background of this scene. You have to supply your own costume. Yeah, yeah. He's got very loud clothes on but, but and like yeah. like uh, gunner glasses effectively. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's got a great look. Uh, yeah, singlet over t-shirt. Yeah. I think a little mustache. Potential good... Uh, future dad for the kid mikey yeah like the unconsidered front runner this messenger guy i I really wish he'd come back as like one of the future dates that would have been sweet yeah just because we've seen him before i don't know he's perfect like any movie with a dating montage where the dates aren't quite going right exactly this bike messenger in it would be a good enough joke like if the audience remembered that he was there and it's just like shows him at the date wearing the exact same clothes like that would have been <laughs> yeah. enough you don't even need to show anything more than that 
Yeah. I don't know. And uh, he's just like, hey, you gotta go, gotta finish delivering this package. And she's like, you're on the clock right now? I've got five more deliveries to make. See you later. <laughs> yeah. uh, would have been great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she basically says that she'll... Uh, wants to keep the baby, she decides. Because, yeah. again, her artificial... Her artificial... Her... Um, biological clock is ticking and so she won't get another chance to have a baby maybe it's like a geriatric yeah. pregnancy for her because she's like 33 i think in the film um oh, yeah. and yeah so her cover story is that she got artificially inseminated uh which is what she tells her parents and everyone um in order to cover i guess for albert so that he it doesn't get revealed that he had a child in an affair um, yeah yeah her parents are obviously like fairly disappointed in her because they were like they wanted her to get married and have a child rather than just have a child that's not what they talked about earlier i do kind of yeah. love uh the dynamic that both her parents are also accountants i just want to say i think <laughs> yeah i think that's quite funny like that's the first like joke that landed for me when they meet for the first time and they're all, all just doing accounts <laughs> together at the dinner table yeah. that's pretty good yeah i liked the parents they were the most like boston people in the world oh totally yeah no accents for me i just had subtitles but I oh could, yes sorry. i could i could feel it through the screen yeah this yeah. is a weird vibe that i can report back on how things sounded yeah man it's a strange yeah. one but i'm into it uh yeah we get a, like a little montage over time solo as we're like prepping for the baby doing various things uh yeah building a nursery all that stuff um honestly like she has her life kind of together and that she's got like a really good job and can like actually afford to take care of this baby but yeah it, it is going to be a problem when she doesn't have uh a husband or anyone to like look after and she has to go back to work like that's going to be an issue that is come mm. i'm thinking about that as this <laughs> montage is playing um yeah the i've read <laughs> next note is just the baby's comments have all been awful so far because <laughs> yeah. all of these little shots have been like interjected with um like the baby the puppet baby like getting knocked around as she's like building this like bassinet and stuff and it's like complaining the whole time and yeah. bruce willis's voice sucks it's oh not, yeah it's not got nothing to add i guess yeah. this is supposed to be funny like i guess this is what it's what the joke is right you know like oh man this yeah. baby is this is what it's like if he gets bumped oh is it a he goes hey what's going on hey you're bumping yeah. me what are you doing lady that's it that's the whole even movie. that voice would have been funnier <laughs> oh thank you yeah that, that that's basically that small segment of me making that sound like that's good enough you don't need to watch the yeah film. um anyway yeah she goes and uh visits albert in his office who and we yeah. see his office he's got like a really weird obsession with decorating it with all kinds of like really specific things they're all like native american tributes and pieces of art and things like that yeah um very unusual he shows that he's leaving his wife and he's got oh, yes. a receipt for the house that he bought which is like just must be how cheap houses were in the 80s oh my god yeah he's like renting an yeah. apartment for like basically nothing <laughs> yeah but he can't he still can't be with molly because he's going through a selfish phase oh my god yes okay this line yeah. in particular is awful like mm. he yeah he says basically that he can't be there for when the baby comes because he's going i'm going through a selfish phase right now which sucks that isn't an yeah. excuse for anything 
this is uh when so she gets she finds out that albert is uh cheating on her with yes. with another woman there's a, a double mistress crossover yeah. double twist mega reveal um and yeah she's obviously pissed and he's like i'm going through a selfish phase get off my back <laughs> fucking awful what yeah like, albert is at least the movie knows he's awful yeah he's completely irredeemable but like even here like this would be enough but she still like comes crawling back to him like multiple times it's yeah. very depressing to watch yeah it's really bleak eh? yeah like a lot of this movie like it, i guess it's supposed to be this like fun romp with the like baby saying all kinds of crazy things it's actually a really <laughs> shit situation this whole thing um mm. she's like had a baby out of wedlock with a guy who both doesn't love her and won't be there to look after the kid she's like yeah is probably unable to like <laughs> go back to her job and and have and like look after this baby at the same time and yeah she's like desperately trying to find a husband on the clock and that's the plot of the movie it's yeah it's fucked <laughs> it's a horrible situation but it's where like, will she find such a man why if only she would be about to give birth when a taxi pulls up yeah this is like shortly after this conversation that she goes into labor yeah i think it's like little legitimately like a couple minutes later in movie time like, yeah she walks away from him and goes into labor yeah we like cut, on the streets in new york we go like straight into the end of the great gig and then um yeah, yeah she's in labor it's crazy and then yeah john, john travolta <laughs> our taxi driver friend uh drives molly to the hospital he's uh yeah. very recklessly driving very zany yeah yeah i think it's yeah it's like car like uh, i don't know like fun car chase movie stuff because it's a movie we have to have like this raucous car chase feeling yeah. but yeah wildly inappropriate i guess mm. like it's the joke is like people drive like recklessly to get to the hospital because the woman's in labor that's like yeah a, a move but yeah it's probably not good for the baby being born oh yeah good point yeah it's like he, they have like a wee fight because he like drives through like a construction site and all kinds of crazy stuff um and she's like why did you do this and then yeah <laughs> uh they go into the hospital apparently so my subtitles say that she's like freaking out obviously and she says yeah. in a demonic voice she like demands drugs as well yes yeah like does her voice like actually change because i didn't know i'm so glad that i get you to confirm this <laughs> yeah i'm excited it, um i think it was like a dubbed voice it's a completely different like exorcist level voice okay cool yeah well, that, that's good yeah. that's a good bit. it's a joke that's a bit out of nowhere but i liked it it lands it feels yeah. like a joke that's jumped from like a movie like airplane into this movie <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah we get the the so she gets some drugs from the doctor uh to calm her down we get a really fucking weird sequence of the puppet baby on drugs like yes. just a short couple scenes of like the baby like waving its hand around and seeing like a mirror or like seeing like the trails of his hand behind his hand like he's on yeah. acid or something i don't know <laughs> yeah if you had told me though that this film featured a um like psychedelic baby or puppet on drugs yeah. followed by it going through like a light tunnel out of 2001 yeah like or a willy wonka full-on wormhole rather yeah than, which is the birth canal in this instance <laughs> yeah like i would have been like oh my gosh this is gonna sink well to pink floyd yeah that but sounds... again 
again it's happening to money the least trippy song yeah man it's uh, what is going on why are these bloody directors lining up their trippy scenes with the least trippy part of the album i'm furious come on hollywood i know Ugh. Like this whole premise of the show's a farce, Gareth. <laughs> yeah, they're not even thinking of us. Two men who weren't even born when this movie came out. I've never been more upset. I'm going. Th- yeah. I might be going through a selfish phase on this one, but I feel uh, like I could be catered to more by Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like a running commentary from the baby as it's being born. I feel like this is where it speaks the most in the whole film. Does a lot of yeah. complaining about various things, getting the cord cut, stuff like that. I imagine, yeah. I've written in my notes that I imagine this is so much more obnoxious if you can hear it rather than reading it. So, And you would be correct. Awesome. Can confirm. Yeah. This is great. I'm glad that we've got this perspective on this one specifically because we can provide a more clear picture of why yeah. this movie sucks so bad. Um, <laughs> man, okay. There's, uh, this bit, I don't know if this is a, this is an interesting bit. So all the other babies are also talking. They all have their Mm. own little monologues. They're all like in their own little, uh, uh, what do you, like bassinet things. I don't know what what you call them. Little tubs at um, the hospital. Incubators. Yeah, it's the one. Um, they're all like screaming and crying and stuff. There's a joke about an Indian baby being reincarnated like an adult yeah. uh inside this uh baby's body um that adds a layer of confusion to this whole thing is that's what is that what has been going on with all the other babies like oh are they yeah also all... bruce willis being reincarnated right like that would like maybe make sense but it's not good <laughs> no it's well it'd be like something that would definitely like that's the whole movie like a yeah. baby that's been reincarnated and it's trying to like i don't know get back to he's trying to get back to his wife or something yeah that would be good tell her one last time that it's gonna be okay yeah that's actually kind of awesome that's a yeah film. yeah i think instead it's just um some weird like apu from the simpsons oh, americans not getting yeah. indian culture thing sweet yeah very cool 1980s <laughs> yeah i mean i do like that all these babies are crying at the horror of consciousness yeah that's yeah that's very that's very pink floyd yeah happening to some us and them organs oh like that yeah also us and them when we get we're finally seeing that all the babies have the like internal monologue thing going on oh yeah yeah that works yeah uh at this point molly resolves to find a good father for her child that's her like next move um we get John Travolta rocking up James, as he's known in the film. Oh, it's yeah. so weird saying James my Travolta. own name. Um, <laughs> rocks up to the house uh, in order to get paid for the taxi ride and uh, also return Molly's purse because she thinks it's been stolen. Yeah. Uh, there's like sort of a weird, like flirtatious back and forth between them, but nothing too crazy. Um, he, it, like, John Travolta's most redeeming feature throughout the movie is that he talks directly to the baby. Like, this is a thing that, like, actual adults should do. You should talk to your child, uh, I think. Like, it's good for yeah. the development. And he talks to them as it, like as if it were another adult in the room. Um, I think it's, like, yeah, it's an important one because it actually means that, like, the baby develops, uh, well, learn to talk faster, one. 
because it's been oh, yeah. involved in conversations and things like that and it's just like it's just cool to like talk to they are a real person right like yeah they it's fun to talk to a baby like it knows what's going on yeah exactly yeah like i talk to animals and stuff all the time like i'm dr yeah, doodle or some shit but like <laughs> yeah it's like makes way more yeah. sense with a baby so yeah there you go. That's some um, uh, Pink Floyd parenting advice for yeah. all you parents it's, it's out there. It's a wee there. hot tip for all future parents out there, you know, yeah. from someone completely not justified to do so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we've given out good advice so far on the show for parents. Like, oh. don't do a parent trap. Yep, that's a good one. Well, don't do the what leads to the parent trap. Yeah. Separating your twins. And yeah, talk to a baby. True. Yeah. yeah. We have cur- encouraged deep faking, which I don't know if is a... <gasps> a promising thing but you know yeah oh yeah take everything we say with a grain of salt is all i'm gonna say yeah um okay this is my first laugh in the whole film uh probably the only one that i recall uh is a joke of like bruce willis baby is lying down in the crib looking upwards towards camera and he's like right guys we need to sort this out what are we going to do to get out of here? And he's talking to his mobile or the little hanging animals. Oh, uh, yeah. I love this. I thought this was genuinely quite funny, this reveal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good gag. Like, th- yeah, he'd think the baby, the um, the mobiles, like actual animals flying around. Helping. Exactly. His little friends. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I wish the, the movie had more like fun stuff like this, but usually it's just like going for the lowest common denominator jokes of like poop and stuff but you know yeah what else? just give it a little more whimsy yeah that'd be right wouldn't it mm. a bit mm. more wholesome yes god this movie could have been so much more wholesome oh yeah unfortunately not we've got um so yeah she, we get a little another little montage now of molly like doing the frazzled mum but she's trying to balance work-life balance uh, yeah. between her baby and still trying to be an accountant um there's a fun sequence of her filling the baby bottle up with coffee <laughs> accidentally yeah. spraying it on, on her arm also kind of a good joke um, yeah i'm glad she, they didn't follow through with it i'm glad they just showed her whoops and then change her mind oh god yeah i don't that, yeah. that would have been way i probably would have turned the movie off if she like forced <laughs> me the baby coffee that would have sucked <laughs> It's like you turn the movie off and just fake knowing what's happening for the rest of the show yeah it's just like it's not worth it man i like that that would be like full rebel on this podcast i'm just like nah yeah. i'm done i'm for you you do it gareth i'm done with the rest of the episode one day we'll get there one day yeah you haven't broke me yet yeah. oh gosh <laughs> uh yeah, so it's pretty rough stuff. This is also, like, transitions into her having, like, postnatal depression and then both, like, mm. crying together at the same time. Oh, her crying because her situation's so rough and also the baby crying because of, the, of its needs and wants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty harsh. Pretty hard stuff mm. to watch. Uh, however, this is... Molly's mum, the grandma, comes and saves the day. She walks into the film and, like... It's going to help Molly out, even though she doesn't approve of this whole situation that she's got herself in with the quote-unquote artificial insemination. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's still going to do the grandma bit. I really like that. The any colour you like starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got... Uh, she talks with a friend about all the different guys that they're looking for, and then this goes into her going on the mo- uh, another montage, effectively. <laughs> 
of... And it's just montage to montage. Pretty much, yeah. They're just yeah. like, we've got a bridge between complete lack of plot for a little bit. <laughs> she goes on a couple dates with some guys and then like mid-date uh, visualizes what they would be like as a father based on what they do on the date. I quite like yeah. this as a motif. I thought this was like probably the cleverest part of the movie. Mm. Like using the stuff in the date into what they'd be like as a father is a fun motif. Yeah, yeah. They have like some good. That's not in this montage of it, but when they do a second mm. or second and third attempt at this, it gets there's some really funny stuff. Yeah, I, I yeah. really like that the all these dudes are complaining about uh, various things on the dates as well. They're like the most nineties ass things. <laughs> They're these yeah. shitty guys being like uh actually my fork is dirty and stuff like that it's like what the fuck yeah oh man they're all trying to get material for the 90s comedy boom that's about to start it's about to pop off these guys are ready um (laughs) you ever get like a dirty fork i say dirty that fork (laughs) or something i don't know they have they all have catchphrases (laughs) (laughs) pretty much um yeah, we go into uh, brain damage now, and yeah. uh, James reappears on the scene. He's using Molly's address to get his grandfather into an old folks' home in Manhattan. Um, he's basically committing mail fraud here, but we also yeah. learn a bit later on that James is like a master grifter, <laughs> effectively. Yeah. That's his, grift. his character trait, is that he like <laughs> is always trying to save a buck and like yeah get get himself and his family into a better position but also like through his limited means right but um mm. yeah willing to go the extra mile through crime um <laughs> yeah uh i do kind of like him as a character especially his relationship with his grandfather is uh pretty good i thought yeah I didn't expect this film to yeah. go that deep into his grandfather's life, but it does. It sure does. Oh, it super does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, like very close to home for me. But <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But that's all right. Uh, we got um, yeah. In order to keep Molly silence, uh, he offers to like babysit for her, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, all right. My situation's fucked up as, enough as it is. I suppose this won't change anything." Uh, yeah they have like a very strange argument in the house about how to look after a baby uh lots of references to dr spock writing a book um yeah just like all right (laughs) i don't know why because this is directly supposed to reference star trek because um or might not be but imdb thought it was okay but like why would you not go for a more like obscure star trek name or like even just like dr kirk would read so much less like a sore thumb than Dr. Spock for yeah. like the character everyone knows from Star Trek, even if they know nothing about Star Trek. Like, yeah, maybe. right. Like the, yeah. the obvious, like has no parenting advice that you would ever follow character in yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. That like too. someone who's completely like devoid of human emotion because he's a Vulcan. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on guys. <laughs> it's like, like if you wanted to drop a little Harry Potter reference and you just called a character Harry Potter and we're like, yeah, it's a subtle reference. Yeah, right. It is on yeah. that same level, right? They've, they've mm. definitely, they thought, ah, this will be funny if we reference the, the nerd thing. 
but that's yeah. like the limited knowledge that they have pretty good um i think kirstie was in a star trek movie and that's oh, really? why that's apparently why they did it oh but, it's, it's yeah. like a call out to that okay fair enough yeah but also the fact she says summer school later is, or earlier is supposed to be a call out to the fact she was in a film called summer school so again eh. imdb i'm actually this has probably been the weekend where i've gone off imdb trivia i think <laughs> it's all real bad i think it's always been bad yeah i think it's finally hit me <laughs> <laughs> oh well it's definitely fun uh, imdb yeah. trivia <laughs> it's probably more fun when it's less accurate so I'm, yeah. I'm willing to keep reading it on the show. Uh, I love getting right down to the bottom when no one's rated it interesting. Oh, That's so good. This one had a lot of that where it's just like, John Travolta would later be in a film with Bruce Willis. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what that film is. And no one will ever know. Um, yeah, we've got uh, Eclipse beginning. We're at the end of the album and um, James takes Mikey out for a ride in the taxi. Uh, yeah he's just like, a little bit of kidnapping oh kind of yeah so he's like this is him doing the babysitting thing he sort of yeah. misconstrued that like he could take the baby out <laughs> with him yeah and but molly fell asleep out of exhaustion because she's trying to do the parenting thing and the working thing um yeah anyway yeah he does like he does this fun bit of like teaching him how to drive bruce willis is talking back being like yeah i got it tell me more i uh, spin <laughs> yeah. that big round thing all right i got it kind of fine that's all right yeah <laughs> um, you sounded like you were really enjoying it and you're like kind of fine yeah that's just this is like a baseline maybe like my mouth would move slightly into a smile formation but ah uh, yes something a semblance of a smile perhaps yeah oh <laughs> anyway we get to oh. the the airport we find out vaguely that um uh, James is a flight instructor, but he doesn't really get any um, business doing so. Yeah, he did, he's, there's no one on his roster to actually teach how to fly, which is kind of a shame. Um, way cooler job than being a taxi driver, but I guess like I don't know, it's not really explained why he never gets in to do this. But whatever. Yeah, he's just happy to getting to get the hours in the sky though. Yeah, big Top Gun energy throughout this scene as well because he's got these yeah. the big um, aviators on when he rolls up I think it's a di- direct call out yeah, yeah. surely As, uh, Bruce Willis baby makes a really awful comment about this lady's boobs and we're gonna yeah. move on <laughs> yeah let's not address it I no. think it's in the trailers yeah of course it is yeah yeah it's like oh you want to see a baby talk about boobs you want to know what they <laughs> think about these big bazongas wow <laughs> Have we got the flick for you? <laughs> that's it. That's that's yeah. Hollywood James there pitching this film. Um, <laughs> Imagine going to this film because you're like, this is my one chance to see boobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet that shit happened as well. They saw yeah. this in the trailer and they're like, maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is definitely one I can talk to my parents. I can talk my parents into letting me go to. Ugh, yikes. Yeah. That's almost definitely happened to someone out there. And, yeah but you know such is youth i suppose I'll, yeah i'll forgive you live on air stranger it's fine <laughs> uh yeah we get it we follow this with a much more wholesome scene as we visit visit um james's grandfather who has yeah. i believe like he's showing like dementia or something kind of signs he doesn't remember james as he comes in the door but then like shortly later he'll like look over and sees james and recognizes him so it's like yeah yeah he's like sort of losing it he's in an old folks home 
uh, here. And yeah, it's quite nice. This whole visit with um, mm. the baby and James uh, seeing the grandfather. Very weird, obviously. Not his, yeah. not his baby <laughs> rocking up to see his granddad. But, you know, it's not like awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, end of end of playthrough two there as well. It's like goes all silent over this mm. bit. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, we pick up with um, James returning with the baby, He's calling out "Honey, I'm home," which is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, immediately getting like socked in the face by Molly for uh, yeah stealing her child. Fair enough. Yeah, um, I didn't pick up the kind of naivety angle of it, so I'm kind of. You know, I'm, not, I'm gonna go on the record and say I'm not okay with kidnapping, but yeah. I think this kidnapping, I'm like, okay, now I get it. It was a miscommunication that resulted yeah. in, a, in a fairly scary situation. <laughs> yeah. Very serious situation that probably should have been handled better, but oh well, <laughs> it's a film. Um, hmm. There's a. This is followed up by a sequence where uh, James removes the splinter from Molly's finger, and the dialogue said throughout is overheard by Molly's mum from outside the door, and she thinks that they're talking about having sex. Uh, yeah, I didn't didn't quite get this. It didn't sound that dirty to me. It's not good. The weird, the, like, punchline of this is that John Travolta, like, when he sees the mum in the hallway, like, zips up his pants. We are to assume <laughs> that up until this point, he's had his fly down. <laughs> yeah. Makes that kidnapping way worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I get it, like, I get it as, like, the formation of the joke, but the implication behind it sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, he might just have, like, I have a pair of pants where the fly will just keep going down. Do you? <laughs> yeah, did... which sounds like a creep's excuse, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it super does, dude! Maybe he fixed those <laughs> pants! Yeah. I don't know. Or, like, uh, not wear them? <laughs> that's also a good yeah. choice. That's, that's all, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, that's a lesson, a wee lesson for you on the pod. Hey, just the fly goes down by itself, it ain't I me. I can't help but... it. Oh. Uh, okay, the, so now the young baby Mikey grows up to be like a one-year-old. I'm pretty sure yeah. the, the actor is at least, at least two here. Definitely uh, looks older than one, but. He seems like he's nine or something. And <laughs> I was outraged when the baby started aging i was like excuse me all the posters all the trailers have shown me a cute little bald baby with the voice of bruce willis exactly yeah it's like we discussed about the uncanny valley now it's just like too close to being able to talk yeah we've got like yeah it's like we're a whole dark side of the moon through this movie and like that isn't enough to have of this Bruce Willis talking baby thing. I think they must have realized that it sucks. And they were like, maybe we'll try and fix it by making the kid older. Yeah. But no, it doesn't matter. Oh, whoops. Yeah, we can't de-age him now. <laughs> it's very hard to de-age a kid. Yeah. Or sign another yeah, that actor. still makes sense. Oh, man. Um, yeah, we get uh, a fun, like, growing up montage here. Uh, honestly, mm. some, like, pretty sweet stuff. Uh, of, like, taking um, young Mikey to the petting zoo, hanging out with the animals there, and, like, where he's working on an adding machine with his, like, account- with the accountants around, which I yeah. found funny. Because there was a joke earlier about, like, um, getting him <laughs> into accounting at an early age, which I found <laughs> humorous. Uh, but, yeah. Um, 
there's another great like <laughs> but i think this joke is specifically in there for me but <laughs> there's like she visits her parents again and there's yeah. a couple of shots of um her dad out on the balcony just reading an accounting magazine and laughing <laughs> which rules yeah <laughs> it's like what it's, it's like he's reading a dirty magazine and just laughing away to himself it's, it's hilarious <laughs> maybe the accounting specific kelvin and hobbs is really good that way oh man i hope so there's like yeah yeah also the dad gets like no lines in this movie at all He's just yeah. around, never offers any advice, is talked <laughs> about by the mum a lot about their relationship comparing it to Molly's um, yeah. situation. Uh, but he's just like, this is his only contribution to the whole film. <laughs> him just sitting in this chair and laughing at an accounting magazine. Love him. Yeah, you gotta love him. That's some big dad energy um, <laughs> on the show. Um Yes. What do we got now? We got um, on the run as uh, yeah. Molly... This date shows up that's been hooked up by the mum. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, who's this like classic quintessential cartoon caricature of an accountant? Um, it's got like mustache, thick rimmed glasses. Yeah, uh, toupee. Yeah, does love a bit of football though. There's a bit of a kerfuffle between um, young Mikey switching the channel back to uh, car- uh, like. Uh, beer advert I think yeah yeah and like but he wants to watch the bloody playoffs hey mate maybe shouldn't have like gone on a date when the playoffs were on exactly if you care that much if you're gonna battle your date's baby for the remote yeah. while you're a guest in this house yep yeah you don't you, do you care that much about the playoffs or do you not just exactly schedule your life better you're exactly. an accountant exactly Time is number as well. Time is money. They're only two tracks away from each other on the album, right? right? It's come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah. Oh. And as an act of retribution from the, for this, uh, Mikey takes the accountant guys to pay off. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty good. Good bit. Um, yeah. Also, James is like leading the date astray here. He's babysitting Mikey here. He's like kept his babysitting gig this whole time. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, leading him astray with advice being like oh she, she's very self-sufficient never wants to pay for anything uh well no she wants to pay for anything uh don't hold doors open for her and stuff like that um, yeah yeah weird move on james's part yeah but like and it, it kind of doesn't make a difference because this guy turns out to be like boring on his own accord exactly like, he, did he didn't need... need to do this it turns out yeah. but like it shows that he's like sabotaging her dates because he loves her i guess is the yeah thing. but like is that endearing no nah so nah so it's just another shitty character trait character trait in this film that yeah we have to abide we just have to deal with it um Mm. uh yeah that scene it closes with the crash in on the run as well oh yeah which is which is nice because it's like that is a car crash of a scene um (laughs) and this next bit they're on the date and they're having like a little conversation well he is he's telling her all the boring stuff he's talking about basically getting a colonic or like an yes and i this made me laugh this got my laugh of the of the day it's like awful like way too intense stuff for a first date yeah. you should probably never talk about this kind of thing with anyone but i know i that's why i kind of liked it that we cut in halfway like i just it's a classic joke it's a good bit like, you're like it's yeah get better work yeah. stories the the joke uh yeah and then she says like and they was like there's a camera 
looking at my colon and she says like oh does i heard the camera adds 10 pounds to the colon yeah and oh i chuckled yeah that's a good bit it's like it, yeah. it's like you would be laughing in that situation but out of like horror you know yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah it's yeah very especially scary. like he doesn't like the joke it's all it's all pretty good yeah thankfully for me this was drowned out by the clocks in time which i liked yes uh, yeah. glad i didn't have Same. to like witness the dialogue uh <laughs> but yeah James puts on, like, a fun little show for Mikey while Molly's away. They go, like, fucking mm. crazy on, like, sugar and stuff, but whatever. He's being, like, a fun yeah. dad type, putting on a performance with, like, some soft toys, things like that. Spinning him around like crazy. <laughs> it's very, like, Willy Wonka energy, um, this whole thing, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, she... At the end of the day, uh, we've... we've it's been very bad. They do the whole second location thing, like your pickup artist book told you to do, and uh, <laughs> called out. <laughs> oh. And uh, they, yeah, find, she finds out that James like basically set up this stuff uh, about like him not paying for anything and stuff like that. But doesn't yeah. excuse him being like really weird and gross. But you yeah. know, uh, yeah. So she goes on back to like tell off James in a fury. Uh, but he's like falling asleep with Mikey on the couch. It's very sweet. And so, mm. yeah. And James doesn't want to go on his date anymore that he was waiting to go on as well. So, you know, they're falling into each other's arms, Gareth. Yes. Um, yes. There's, there's another, I would say this is like another decent bit in the movie, like a positive note for me coming up with the, there's, the babies are all in, um, push chairs and having like mm. casual conversations on the streets as they're going by each other. But I did laugh aloud when he like asked a question of one of the babies and the other baby just went goodbye. <laughs> and, like <laughs> just kept going past. Yeah. Oh, Cause he's no control. It was very good. Um, and then, yeah, like a conversation in the sand pit about dads. Cause he doesn't understand dads cause he doesn't have one. Uh, and then, yeah, resolves. He'd be like, maybe I'll ask James to be my dad you know yeah yeah that's the, the so it's kind of like it's taken a while but it really it finally sets up kind of the main thing of the movie yeah and he wants we, he wants james to be his dad and eventually yeah. it'll all work out um we get a great gig as uh, james watches molly from the hallway doing like a really weird dance routine and then they just like dance together they kind of like hit it off in this in yeah. this scene i think just having a wee dance a wee boogie in the kitchen pretty good times hmm you ever dance in the kitchen hmm. gareth oh yeah i dance in the kitchen i get caught dancing by flatmates all the time yeah nice yeah I what do, about you oh yeah yeah absolutely i'm like what i definitely one for putting music on when i cook uh yeah i just want to recreate the like ratatouille magic you know <laughs> just a ratatouille soundtrack when i'm like making fucking shitty pasta or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh pretty much i did listen to last um i was cooking some shitty pasta and i listened to we talked about it uh two weeks ago dark side of the woo the wu-tang clan oh, dark side sweet. of the moon how was that uh, mashup please it was pretty good it. it was fun yeah yeah good ch- quality choice of wu-tang tracks on there um sweet. yeah yeah a lot of like it was just kind of let down there was just a lot of interview segments from uh wu-tang and by pink floyd trying to just in between oh, i think trying to tie I like them together. That. oh you like it okay i think that's kind of cool like the little like vocal indent things especially if yeah. you're doing a mashup i think i'm okay with it it's very dj-ish 
but yeah. I can see how that would be distracting. <laughs> yeah, it's quite sweet as well because he just made it because his friends loved Wu-Tang Clan and Dark Side of the Moon. And he oh. was like, one day I'll mash them up for you guys. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm into it. That's that's a glowing recommendation for me, Gareth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we get the reveal that, um, James is like a massive cheapskate. Don't use that as a soundbite. Um, he <laughs> gets, uh, free lunches and like is cheating on like long, dis- long distance calls and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, wants, he takes, uh, he wants to take, uh, Molly out to do a flight instructor thing, but she's too scared as well. Um, they do help each other out moving uh, the granddad to a new spot as well. Yes, a new yeah. uh, like location that is <laughs> wildly close for me because I moved my grandma to a new rest home literally last week. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they go flying together. It's like, they like this is their kind of like date montage, I would say. They're mm. doing these like wholesome acts together. Um and then yeah they like make excuses for each other to stay at the same time yeah because they're like falling in love with each other and then um yeah they're about to go and have sex together but um oh yeah then molly does the thing that she does and imagines the future where james is the dad and all his like cheapskate tendencies and stuff are amplified massively i found this very funny it's like uh yeah like same actually <laughs> everything's like really dirty and like there's smoke everywhere because like they've become chain smokers and he's gotten like he's come home to provide for the family by like stealing a burger and like a can out of a dumpster (laughs) and he's like i don't know what's in the can it could be anything (laughs) that got me like hours later it was like last night i was making a cup of tea Mm. before bed and i was just like (laughs) that can could be anything i was like what was that from i was like oh no you got me look who's talking oh man look who's thinking about it man (laughs) oof uh i think i think it's great i i yeah love that she keeps doing this as i wish there was honestly more of these kinds of things Uh, there's like they sort of play in the space of her overactive imagination throughout the film but i wish they'd leaned into it more like if yeah if it turned out that her she was imagining all the things that her baby was saying to her that would be cool oh yeah that would have been great like they would have possibly tied it in better because otherwise Mm. it's just this disembodied voice of bruce willis that makes no sense it's just for the audience you know it would be cooler if she had this thing where she was like oh yeah my my baby talks to me and and there's like other mothers being like what (laughs) you know (laughs) like that would have been great uh, yeah, or like she just can magically do Bruce Willis's voice, and it's like, oh, sorry, that's just the voice I do for my baby sometimes. Oh my gosh, that's next level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. Okay, we're desperately trying to fix this movie. Um, yeah, get us on the reboot, guys. Oh man, we'll, we will not have fun working on. It. <laughs> Look who's rebooting! It's us. <laughs> uh, yeah, this bloody trouble at the at the accounting firm that molly works at as she's being forced to take back albert's account he's been missing for most of the film but he's come back yeah. here as the like rising action because he sucks um we've got to <laughs> uh he like appears on the scene and like begs her to take him back and she's like 
but it's another one of her fantasies because uh, his head explodes. <laughs> yeah. After saying the thing that he said to her about like bursting at the start of the film. Gross. Um, but yeah. I did love the practical effect of his head exploding. So, you know, you take what you can get. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. So she does go on and do the tax work for him and sees all the like crazy shit that Albert's trying to balance in his life. <clears throat> She's try. He's like trying to pay for uh, his wife and his child's like uh, therapy sessions, and also pay for all the stuff for the mistress that he's still keeping yeah. online. And she's just doing the tax of this for this guy. Like trying, he's trying to like deduct all these as t- expenses and stuff. It's fucked. <laughs> it's a fucked yeah. up situation. This is like a the thing that um her dad's reading about as like a nightmare joke in his magazine and laughing <laughs> away i think because it's yeah. such a wild situation um but anyway in spite of this um she's like still ready to like take him back he says he's like ashamed to like call them up and see yeah. visit mikey and all this stuff it, it, it's like his selfish phase never ended gareth but she's still into him um mm. She's a, I don't know, she's a forgiving person. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, she shows him, like, a photo of Mikey and eventually, like, says, alright, you can come around and see him tonight. Uh, Mm. Yeah, it'll be fine. But when he does, he shows up in the next scene, and bloody James is home. He's there babysitting. She must have, like, got caught up in another thing. And they bloody hash it out, because James is, like, surrogate father, representing all the stuff that he knows about um, Mikey and their relationship. And Albert's just shown up on the scene as the birth father, yeah. who hasn't been around the whole time. And so, yeah, they, like, hash it out, have a bloody fist fight because it's the 80s, um, <laughs> you know, as you do. It's interesting because it's conflict then, yeah, to us and them. Kick- oh, sorry. It's conflict to us mm. and them, but it's not really, not, neither of them is an us or a them. It's just, yeah, it's this rare no. other form of conflict. <laughs> Yeah, what are the what confl- a more global conflicts you could say? Yeah. There's there's no sides that we can pick from, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it gets kicked out. Uh, John Travolta takes like a couple of licks to the face, but he's all good. Um, hmm. There's a good shot of Mikey like holding an ice pack to his face, which I quite liked. Um, yeah, she says she doesn't know who she loves. Molly, she comes back. She must genuinely be attracted to Albert because, goddamn, he sucks in every other way. Um, yeah. She says that he's successful and responsible, which is his like just his justification in her mind. He super isn't responsible. No. In any way, he's showed a complete lack of responsibility throughout every part of his performance. Mm. But you know, I guess she's deluded herself in that way. Yeah. Yeah, again, because the film knows that she's wrong about him. Yeah. It's, like, a lot more palatable. I guess. I just wish she had some, like, more... If if she'd leaned into, like, providing for the kid or something. Like, if Albert had offered Mm. to, like, pay for all the schooling and pay for all this other stuff, that would have landed better for me, I think. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. Because he has the means to provide for the family, but he just doesn't because he's shit. (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah he'd rather like focus on himself and looking after himself in every other way uh yeah 
Yeah. There's, anyway, there's, the argument continues, and James says that he's basically the closest thing that Mikey has to a real father, but Molly says that he's just like a big kid. He's not serious mm. enough to take care of a kid and be a father. And yeah, it's really bad. James, there's a funny bit where James like tells her to leave, but it's not his house. Yeah. Another good bit. It shows how like ingratiated he is into this family already without like he's become mm. a dad without even knowing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, See, James, you've said you don't like this film, but I think you might have liked this film. Nah, I super didn't, Gareth. It's there. I'm finding <laughs> like little twinkles of light here. I'm like a gold miner panning for things. And I've been out <laughs> here for hours. There's just nothing. There's, yeah. there's little flecks of gold that will buy me a bit of bread to keep going for the next film. <laughs> that's where oh, okay. I, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> alright. Uh, no, so I'm like just rolling in my river, like enjoying all the dirt. Like, this is gold to me. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's the vibe. <laughs> oh, it's alright. Sometimes I enjoy finding the dirt, so that's yeah. all good. Um, yeah. Uh, the mum, she goes and visits the mum again for advice, and she says that she should go with the one that she's attracted to, which is not great advice, mum, no. but you know, again, this could be misconstrued as Albert in this situation because I think the only thing driving her is that like sexual attraction, but yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, James goes to visit Mikey for like the last time. They've hired a new nanny, she's Molly has hired a new nanny who's spanish question yeah. mark um yeah i think they do a joke about her not being able to speak english which is terrible and again of the time but yeah uh there's like yeah he, he james like waxes lyrical about all the like lessons that his dad gave him um and it shows how he actually is ready to become a father and molly listens over the baby monitor to this uh, mm. yeah another quite sweet scene in it but yeah whatever. yeah and it's got the like what's the fighting's all about pink floyd lyric as well that's good yeah that works yeah. although i guess there hasn't been that much fighting fighting well it's like it's illustrating the conflict right and that like she thinks yeah. that he's not ready to become a dad and this is him showing that he actually is or like he has learned all these lessons and he's willing to pass these on she takes mikey now to go and visit albert like as like a dry run of him being the dad it takes like probably 30 minutes tops for her to figure out that he sucks and would be make a terrible father. I do love that the scene is introduced with all the dangerous things to a child. Yeah. Uh, there's like open sockets on the ground and like sharp implements and the like fragile uh, ornaments and stuff on the wall and things like that. Like that's pretty clever. Um, yeah. Yes. He. But there is a very icky part where... She changes them on this table. Yes. This fancy table. And then we just see her, like, wipe the nappy onto the table out of anger. Yeah. Which is a realistic move, I suppose. It's like a power play. The the desk has already been told to us that it's worth $10,000. And she's, like, ruining it it as, like, an act of um, defiance. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was fine with this. Like, she says... It seemed a little too icky for a movie. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But you're yeah. dealing with babies, so that's true. It's facts of life, I guess. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, she delivers the line that uh, he's going through a selfish phase and she's going through a destructive phase. 
and she just <laughs> yeah. like fucking trashes part of his office <laughs> yeah so that's good but yeah she resolves here to never take mikey to see alfred again he's basically done so yeah that's resolved pretty easily again very much like the date turned out to suck like she figured it out pretty quick <laughs> that it wouldn't have worked yeah yeah that's a good oh, point well Maybe she just needed to, she needed him to meet Mikey to finally, like, understand that he shouldn't be in his life. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Now, this was a turn I didn't expect. We've got um, James's grandfather is, like, being talked to, uh, talked about on the phone. The nursing home calls up uh, Molly because it's obviously her contact information. Um, and he's yeah. become abusive and violent. Uh, in an earlier scene, he was given... Uh, James gave the orderly, like, a uh, bunch of chocolate bars and just told him to give him one every one a day, but only one. Because he'd be like... Yeah. He's, a, he's, got a, he's a fiend for the sugar, this grandfather. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, he's got a sweet tooth. But uh, you can't give him heaps of chocolate because otherwise you'll go nuts and attack yeah. someone. Uh, you know. I probably would as well on too much sugar. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she goes in to sort the situation out, even though it's like not her grandfather. And yeah. um, Jimmy's dad uh, is really quite sweet. Like she, she comes in and she's and he's like, "You're my favorite daughter-in-law." Like he doesn't know that she's not his daughter-in-law, and like yeah. says that she's like responsible and good for Jimmy and stuff like that. And it's cool. I was like, "Yeah, all right, I like it." The grandfather's mm. like the voice of reason despite having like dementia um yeah and then yeah sorts it like molly sorts the situation out for james there's like been a misunderstanding about these candy bars involving like the, the orderly that he gave the there's a lot of like not speaking english as a joke in this movie um yeah the orderly it's didn't speak strange. english and therefore just said yep i'll take care of that but <laughs> all right like i don't it's hmm. sort of a get out of jail free card for any misunderstanding situation but yeah kind of like it's odd to keep going back to it yeah but it, the movie sure does um <laughs> so in the final scenes of the movie we've got uh the granddad gets like uh we got to have a climax to this film <laughs> this like yeah. this felt very shoehorn for me the granddad like gets distracted by a passing woman called esther <laughs> <laughs> and calls out to her which is great it like he goes out and has a conversation with her out in the hall yeah and because mikey uh wants to see james and wants to have him be his dad he sees a taxi outside leaving the hospital and it's like oh it's james i better go and go see him and like say hi to him i haven't seen him in ages so he wanders yeah. out uh wanders out into the nursing home to try and chase down this taxi um and the grandfather like loses track of him and so there's like a sequence where molly and james are like running around like mad things the nursing home trying to find him some funny back and forth between uh bruce willis child and old people <laughs> confusing him for like different people's grandchildren yeah yeah that's all right it's not not terrible <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's good enough for this river yeah so then he gets out of the hospital in order to like uh chase after james gets in a car and because james like taught him how to drive quote unquote uh hops into this car as it gets towed away and he thinks he's driving it um yeah pretty good um 
yeah, they fought, they chase him out into the street. More reckless driving. <laughs> Very reminiscent of the, like, on the way to the hospital scene. Mm. And then, yeah, there's, like, a horrific car accident that Mikey causes out <laughs> in the street. Uh, but luckily, he's fine. You would think that yeah. there'd be more re- repercussions to this accident in particular. Because it's like a like five or six car collision in the middle of New York City. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably, like, it's beyond whether it'll be a funny news story to being, like, a serious news story. Exactly, like, right? It's not going at the end of the news anymore, like, <laughs> and a baby drove a car. It's like, a baby drove a car and the yeah. world is doomed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On the watch of this grandfather. It could have meant, like, really serious consequences for the grandfather, potentially, for not yeah. keeping track. But he shouldn't have been left in charge of the looking after this baby anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone was just willing to be like, ooh... Ooh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I did, um, because I've started writing down every scene for every song, and I wrote for this scene as Baby Driver. Oh. And I did a chuckle. Nice. Like that. Yeah. Uh, great movie. Um. Great movie. Yeah, uh, so, they're, like, relieved to find him okay, and Mikey says his first words, which are, Dada to james yeah. because james has been so involved in his life that he may as well be the dad right um yeah and then yeah molly's like uh, or james one of them says um oh he probably thinks that we'll end up together and then they're like oh yeah let's let's do it and they have a wee kiss and yeah and then unfortunately this kiss is immediately followed by more cgi conception yeah in case you weren't sure <laughs> that these guys were getting together it's like oh remember that weird sequence from from the start of the movie here we go again um it's just too sudden like it it should have faded slowly and then faded back up to it or like shown them walking away hand in hand or something but they just kiss and it immediately cuts to it like kissing causes pregnancy right it feels like yeah like kissing equals having sex in this movie So that's the that's the vibe. Yeah, more sperm yeah. approaching the egg stuff. This time over on the run, which gives it like a more sinister vibe. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, they have a uh, second kid, presumably setting up for the sequel. Um, Julie, who's born, who also has an adult internal monologue. I don't know who yeah. is doing this, but oh, I know who is it, Gareth. Well, we'll just say like the little pink floyd laugh sound effect plays after she speaks mm, so yes. you know pink floyd find it quite funny pretty good it's only joan bloody rivers oh yes okay yeah that makes perfect sense yeah yeah who i don't think actually shows up in the sequel oh well oh never mind i feel like it's roseanne bar oh wow okay <laughs> yeah imagine if it was joan rivers and gilbert godfrey throughout this whole movie oh what I loved it what a different vibe that's yeah. the film. Look who's talking. <laughs> what did yeah. you think? How did it sink? Gareth, tell me. Um, what did it... Well, yes. For a <laughs> film about an unlikely audio counterpart mm. to something. Um, That's true, actually. That's a good match. Yeah, you think there would have... You know, you think it would have made some sense or, like, reveled in the way it didn't make sense. Yeah. But... Oh, I don't. I don't think it's a sink. I think it's quite low. Yeah, no real sinks for me. And but, yeah, and also very few laughs. So 
not not a winner, I would say. Isn't that a good thing? Like, if you were laughing over a sink, oh, you'd oh, miss the sink. That's a great point. So, as a comedy, ideal for sinking because it didn't make me laugh. Um, yeah. And that I can, I was more able to keep a straight face and uh, do the scientific analysis required for my podcast. Mm. But um, yeah, as a movie watching experience, not going to rate it high. Uh, nah probably i'm willing to go a zero on this oh a nil hmm thoughts uh i might go i don't know compared to like it's not less of a sink than whiplash which was outright refusing to sink that's true that was like a a violent attack on sinking so (laughs) yeah that's a good point like at any point in this movie a character in the background could have been listening to pink floyd on the headphones whereas in whiplash you know they're not because they're in a jazz band yeah so on that i'd say let's give it like a 1.5 oh it feels too high Uh, all right yeah yeah, all right (laughs) 1.5 yeah all right yeah you twisted my arm on it gareth (laughs) my weird little puppet fetus arm um yeah yeah yeah, you should maybe get that looked at. <laughs> yeah, it's well, you know, I am the big floating space baby, so I, in context, oh, it's true. fine. But <laughs> yeah, as like a complete look, it's working for me. So yeah, true. Yeah. If it was just the one, it would look. Yeah, that would be way off. Yeah. Um. Now, what are we? What's next? It's my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, last week I gave you the option of doing a fun one or a spooky one, and it was we chose spooky Mulholland Drive. They worked quite yeah. well. So do you want me to do the fun one this time? Yeah. I mean, considering you didn't enjoy this fun one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It, like my one probably won't be that much better, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, so as the space baby, Gareth, we're out here in space floating around the very pink floyd vibe and together we're like we've got a mission and that we're like desperately trying to get this sync right we're going on a quest together uh and that that quest i'm gonna try and link it up with a quest of another kind because we're gonna be watching galaxy quest yes this coming week yes i've been waiting for this one yeah yeah this has been on my list of like potentials as well sweet okay let's do it next week um after that i believe is going to be our christmas episode as well so watch out that that'll be a special edition um yeah i don't think we should tell you what we're going to be watching now maybe we'll tell you next uh episode but yeah we'll see it'll it'll pop up in your feeds anyway as a christmas special so look forward to that one christmas yeah yeah all right cool all right groovy well 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 i was like just kind of like groovy wrapping up and i was about to just say bye and i was like oh no we're still doing the show all right see ya <laughs> that was fun yeah yeah hey good time yeah all right this is the longest well, outro i like this it's just like oh yeah <laughs> all right cool yeah yeah oh, was... well, i'll see you later james baron yeah man see you later gareth blackler oh oh while you just fun thing you could do in the week is maybe check out sync floyd on all the social media you enjoy yeah i guess so if you're if you're yeah. browsing twitter.com you could find uh just swivel on over to a um at sync floyd pod um yeah. also i'm pretty sure um 
if you if you're not on twitter if you did renounce that faith and you just want to uh use uh facebook the the og social media um yeah i believe we have a page on there as well now gareth yeah we do and we've also got a letterboxd where i've put all the films in order of how much they're saying awesome the official rankings so if you want to check that out um we'll probably tweet it out as well but um that's available both on facebook and on twitter sorry for breaking the mold of our joke there but i just thought that was quite cool um yeah that's all right yeah yeah i guess well i'll see you later james brown i'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon, I'm singing this casually. 